Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, 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 everyone. We are so glad to join you in our conversation today because this is where we merge with the science and the metaphysical. And actually, this is something that we've discussed a lot on this show and how we literally can change our DNA. We can activate new DNA, dormant DNA. My guest today is a scientific researcher on DNA. Charan Suter is here with us today for a beautiful discussion and a group process. Charan, thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Lauren, and uh, I really appreciate um, being here and with your audience because the resonance of them and I've been feeling the energy and uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. Thank you so much. Well, we are very pleased to have you and this conversation is pretty interesting because it really is an empowering situation when we can literally change our biology and that's really what epigenetics is. So let's first talk about you. You really are a scientific researcher. You look into the science, but there's also the spiritual side, the higher consciousness side. Can you share what brought you into this field of research? Well, it started when I was a young girl, to be honest, and um, uh, when the AIDS epidemic came out. <coughs> Excuse me, one sec. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, when the AIDS epidemic uh, came about, and there was a lot of um, discrimination to the, the the people that were suffering, and as a little girl, that really uh, hit home for me because I, I felt that there was a way out for them, but I didn't know what. And so I wrote on this little piece of paper that you know, when I grow up, I want to be able to heal people with AIDS. 
Um, mm. And it wasn't exactly what I did, but it awakened a passion in me to move uh, forward in a way that would help people um, heal. And I didn't know how it was going to show up either, but I, I knew I was going the science route. Um, so I went ahead and uh, did my um, bachelor's degree in science and microbiology and then my master's in human genetics. And, and I worked for 13 years in the laboratory um, working with DNA, uh, mainly with blood disorders. And my job was to extract the DNA from the cells of the patient and look at what... Uh, changes in the DNA that they had that were creating their physical issue. Mm-hmm. And that information was then given to the consultants, and they would then tailor their treatment, medical treatment, um, to, with, with that information. So, you know, looking for those changes in the DNA was like looking for a needle in a haystack. Um, It's like you've got so many letters and you've got to find the particular letter that's uh, a lot of letters that's um, changed. Mm -hmm. And so that that was where my I was, but there was still this feeling in me that, you know, it wasn't enough. It wasn't that little girl that had that vision. Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing it yet. Um, and so then came about, you know, um, Bruce Lipton's book, Biology of Belief. Someone mm-hmm. gave it to me. Yeah. And that was, that was a turning point for me because, uh, you know, when something's not full circle and then it becomes full circle and you, it's like everything just tied in with everything. And mm-hmm. it was one of those moments which was like a big, you know, huge moment for me so that's that's how I ended up doing what I'm doing well really kudos to you for that it's really beautiful biology of belief by Bruce Lipton you know um, you started as a little girl very compassionate wanting to change knowing that there was something Um, Bruce Lipton he actually has said that he went to science because he did not believe in God. So he went to science. And actually, he came full circle back to God when he went very deep in his studies. So for you as well, you always had this something within yourself, right? You knew there was something for you to do, and you went that science route to discover it. And then when he came in with it, wow. Beautiful, and so this is the work that you do today. I do, and you know, speaking of of the the consciousness aspect, mm-hmm. it was something that I always grew up with. Um, you know, because from an early age, I was taught to meditate. My parents meditated, and and they did yoga, and you know, so it, I was I was exposed to that um, throughout. Mm-hmm. So I had that element there, and and this is why that little girl. I mean, you know, I I just knew there was another way, and and for me it was really now when I look back, it was really to help people. At that time, I thought it was to help people heal, but now I see that that um, what I thought was to heal people was actually to help people create the miracles within themselves. And there's yeah. a distinction because 
healing is disempowering in the sense that there's somebody somebody outside of you that's going to do that for you. But it, in in this way, it's actually awakening that potential within someone who has it already and make, letting them recognize that they have it. And then the healing happens. You know, it's it's like if you cut yourself, it's it's inevitable that you're going to heal. Um, it's the same for anything else, whether it's a condition, a physical condition, or um, something to do with, uh, you know, relationships or uh, self-esteem or whatever it is. If it comes from the inside out, the DNA out, it, it with that essence of that quantum miraculous, it will heal. Yes, and I love that connection with consciousness when we have this awareness of the totality of who we are. Uh, even quantum university studies have shown there is a healing, and it could be seen as a miracle. But what you are finding is that it is from the DNA out. So before we get there and talk about the miracle body, can you explain in your research and studies in the laboratory of DNA, you said it was like when you were looking for the changes, it was like looking for a needle in a haystack. And now, given the newest research on epigenetics, what can you say literally happens to the DNA as you've, as you've, as you've seen it? So... Well, let's talk about genetics, and then I'll come to answering that question, because Mm -hmm. we need to understand what the the basics of that is. Mm -hmm. So DNA, you know, we inherit that from our parents. So there's one um, part of the DNA, half of it from our parents, mom and half is from dad. And... The the different changes that are are there, you know, the the old genetics has said that when we inherit that, we are bound to that, and that's the way it's going to be. There's there's nothing you can do about it. Um, but the the new way, epigenetics, is is empowering because it's not about what you inherit physically as the DNA, but there's the influence of um, our environment on the DNA that's actually creating the expression of the DNA. So the way if we think of it, DNA as being the the um, the uh, almost like Christmas lights, and you know there's all these different colors there, and they all light up differently. And the way they light up will create a different kind of mood or show or, you know, uh, ambience, if you want to call it that. And the way that epigenetics is that it's the influence of things outside of it that will create the different lighting up of that DNA. Whereas Mm -hmm. the old way is it's only going to be this one way and that's it. So then the question is, what is influencing the DNA? And 
there are different things. Like, so there's a lot of research that's been done on epigenetics, which basically says that, you know, the foods you eat or the the environment, the toxins that, you know, are in the environment will impact the DNA, which is true. But this is going further than that because the energy that we have in our body that's making it up is also influencing the DNA. And so with the DNA, if you think of the Christmas lights, with all this other, uh, the, the energy on, on the outside, which I'll come to, is influencing the DNA in the sense that one gene, one gene means one sentence, or think of it like a sentence that leads, you know, one line of a, a, a you know, story or something. That is going to be, uh, can be read 30,000 different ways. So it's not just one way. And this is huge because mm-hmm. the old way was, oh, it's only one sentence. Uh, you only get one sentence out of that. Mm-hmm. But the new way is 30,000. So what is it that's mm-hmm. influencing and creating that possibility? So, you know, one of the things is that from zero to seven, um, Bruce Lipton talks about this a lot, you know, uh, that we have the um, belief systems that we've created during that time. Say, for instance, you know, uh, um, a mom says to a child, you know, he drops something and and she says, oh, you stupid child. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that may not, she doesn't mean that he's stupid, but he takes it on or he or she takes it on as being that he's stupid and so without even knowing it for the rest of their life they're they feel like they've got something that's holding them back and that's the you know crude example but just to give you you the gist of that Mm -hmm. so we have that that's creating a perception in their life that they can't get past and then you've got also ancestral um, ancestral um, energies that get passed down. And there's a lot of research to show that this is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's hard for our mind to actually hold, you know, say, oh, really? Like what my ancestors went through is impacting me now on my DNA? Well, yeah, because um, they did a study with mice. And they um, would get the mice to smell cherry blossoms. And as the mice were smelling that, they would uh, give them a, a small shock. And the mice developed anxiety as a result. So every time they were going to smell the cherry blossom, they, they had an anxiety response. And so they, they, they uh, mated those mice, and then they um, had the pups and the grand pups. And both of those generations had not been, uh, you know, exposed to shock with the cherry blossoms. But when they were exposed to the cherry blossoms, they immediately had an anxiety response. And so this just, you know, this is just one experiment that has shown that there's something that's getting passed down. And this 
you know, if you think about in in history, how many people, how many things have happened? We've had the Holocaust, we've oh, had nine eleven, we've had um, genocide. There's been wars. I mean, it's countless. We only have to look at the history books to see all the stuff that's happened. And all of these things are are influencing wherever we've come from ancestrally is, is influencing the DNA. So the, the the work with epigenetics is really to to get to what um, those influences are without really knowing what they are because we don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a simple process for that, and, and I'll share that afterwards. But it's it's once we can we can access that information. It, it, think of it like this: so if we think of our if if we think of our body as um, it has a, a you know the soul in it, and and the soul if you think of it like a, a flame, almost like a, a little sun inside us. And this sun is representing the essence of our truth, our well-being, our abundance, all of that. And what happens is that these other ancestral traumas, the energy of that, the energy of our belief system, it's like clouds that shroud, you know, are around us. And so this little flame is, is still burning, it's still shining. But it's having to go through these clouds. And the DNA, if you think of it, the DNA is responding to this energy of this sun inside of us, of well-being. But it's getting refracted by these clouds. So think of it like wearing sunglasses with different colors. And it, it shifts our perception of life. And so this is what's happening. And so the work is really to get into the frequency of that sun inside of us, which is the miracle, which is always present in it, in everyone. And once you, um, you amplify that frequency, what happens is those clouds will dissipate. And you know, again, like I said earlier, healing would mean that you're looking for something to heal. In this way, we're not looking to heal. We're looking to just increase the the frequency of that which is already in someone. And then the um, whether these clouds come from the ancestors or whether it's coming from um, something that's, you know, in early childhood, it 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 doesn't really matter because it's a frequency, and so that's that's how it it is. It is a frequency. <clears throat> All right, the miracle is always present within us. This is such a, this is a deep connection to source that is always there, and so connecting into that frequency is really what it's all about, right? Yes, absolutely. Changing from the inside out, opening up to the frequency. Okay. Well, that was beautifully explained. That was beautifully explained. So, mm-hmm. 
So I just want to add that, you know, I always say people that the change is from the DNA out. And the reason is because when people tune into that frequency, what happens is that the past no longer dictates their present mm-hmm. moment for whatever situation they're going through. And then, you know, in my in my own work with clients, I've, I've you know, people have um, such huge shifts. Like, for example, I had somebody who had arthritic pain, and she wasn't able to, um, you know, stand up um, easily, and she was in pain. But after 30 minutes of that, she was able to um, stand up without pain. And that was... It was kind of shocking to her system, to the mind, because it's like, well, one minute I was here and one minute now I'm over here. And that's, that's, that's how quick things can be because it, it is a frequency match. Rather than looking to heal, if we're healing, then we'll be there forever. Because if you think about, um, you know, quantum physics, um, you know, we know that what we focus on is what we'll get. And if we continue to look at finding what is wrong and why 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 things are going wrong, then we'll continue to kind of create that, you know, cycle of things being wrong and things showing up that way. And I did that. You know, I, I worked mm-hmm. with different modalities and, and they were fine when I was doing them because it was where we were and whatever it was. But it's just got simpler and simpler and simpler. And, and it, it really is, you know, just accessing that, which is the all-knowing ultimate place of infinite possibilities. And as soon as we connect with that, then our cells will match up to that. That is true alignment. I love it. Okay, so we really are attuning our body to universal frequencies of consciousness, of source, source frequency consciousness. And I love how as soon as we do that, we're literally unwiring from the past right it's it's literally the past is is wired in our body it is we actually as you've explained it's the dna that we come into so the more that we can connect i'm getting chills as i say this the more that we can connect in that way it's that vibrancy within our body the energy within our body source energy that actually turns us all on so we are changing that way. Have you seen uh, people turn? You mentioned the lady with the pain, um, but you are so convinced in this because you've seen it so much. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, um, just the other day there was another client, and she was in, in total pain, Um uh, out of ten, out of ten, she was a ten. And mm-hmm. after thirty minutes, and this is like for, for years. Um, she was stressed out at work. She was told she had adrenal fatigue. She had pain in the body, um, and and loads of you know you know 
just she was she said to me i'm I'm just slumped over it like I have no energy and um after the thirty minutes she was her voice had changed she was um in you know I think it was a two out of ten maybe a one and she just she she was in that place where it was that, like I said you know it's <clears throat> it um it's like a, a, a when the past no longer holds us it's like we shift timelines and mm. that becomes our new reality mm-hmm. um and you know this is this is what happens um uh, there is there's a speaking of frequencies there's a Russian scientist, Peter Gorev, and um, he has done some work on frequencies and and all this, and he, he calls it wave genetics. And um, he has had salamander eggs and frog eggs, and he did this experiment where he took the frequency of the salamander eggs and then he converted that into an mp3 and played it to the frog eggs i don't know how long he did it for but um when those frog eggs were hatched they were salamanders (laughs) and so (laughs) i love sharing that story because just it it's it's you know the the mind we have so many constraints with our beliefs in the mind and when we hear things like that, we're like, whoa, is that really mm-hmm. possible? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the DNA. Like, what, you know, how? Well, this is exactly it. Um, <clears throat> I have a couple of other um, interesting cases where, sorry, in my throat. <clears> throat> um, you have a salamander in your frog throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Okay. You're clearing for our collective here. Okay, go ahead, because we're going to get to some frequencies with you, too, in this this episode. This is fascinating. Well, um, I had uh, two women, um, separate women, uh, separate mothers, uh, separate times. Um, who came to me years apart, um, who both had um, babies that were diagnosed with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And this was around three months, um, both of them, when, you know, they do the tests and, and they found that out. Anyway, um, we worked with them, and um, what I usually oh. do with, with the kids, like that is, you know, I work in the quantum field um, and go beyond time and space to where the egg and the sperm, you know, even before conception happened. And so we did we did um, some work on that and other things. And um, the both those babies were born normal. And the doctor, well, one of them, said uh, there is. These tests are usually 99% accurate. And he said, you must be the 0.1% or 0.01%, sorry. And um, 
This is, um, I think one of them is, uh, um, yeah, that's probably 12, and now the other one's the toddler, probably. But that, wow. that's, yeah, I mean, this is it. Uh, you know, it's possible. It's possible mm-hmm. because what do we, what constraints are we putting in, beliefs are we putting in our mind that say it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And uh, quantum physics is actually getting closer and closer to explaining all of this, and it's quite fascinating, right? We are the observer and the wave and the particle and how the possibilities are there. But what I want to circle back and focus on are these frequencies, because that really is amazing that you could put in uh, frequencies in an MP3 and play it to the frog eggs, and that affects the frog eggs into salamanders. That's amazing. That is so amazing. So when you're working with frequencies, and this is healing, we're going to do a group process here for all of us, but this is real. This is not just make-believe. And so, again, this is our presence, and it's consciousness. And you're actually getting a, a Ph.D. in integrative medicine on this subject. That in itself is pretty amazing. So let's talk about the frequencies. What are the frequencies? Are these uh, always around us? Do you attune to them? What's going on? So when I when I actually heard Peter Gorb, the Russian scientist, speak in a conference a couple of years ago, that's what inspired me to, you know, he, he creates them with a device. And, and I was like, well, you know, we as humans are uh, frequency machines. We, we, with our thoughts, create frequencies. So everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, can we do it consciously? That's the question. And this is what inspired me to create these frequencies because it was about, um, okay, so if I want to get hold of this particular frequency, then all I have to do is tune into that and just allow that to come through. And so um, that's, that's what happened. And, and um, people have, you know, even now I, I get reports of people telling me how when they listen to the frequencies, um, how they feel um, shifts. And I, I had, um, initially I had um, somebody with the adrenal fatigue um, ones, which is the first lot that we have here included. And um, he, he he was supposed to go out with his wife. And he said, well, he thought, okay, I've got half an hour. I'm going to listen to me. And he he listened to them and he fell asleep and he couldn't get up. <laughs> because, <laughs> because he really, his body needed the healing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so this is, this is the, um, the, the essence of what these frequencies have the potential for. I had somebody else that listened to the self-love, and she lost um, a whole bunch of weight. Ah, um, so listening to self-love. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. 
Okay. Um, she just so, changed her diet mm-hmm. from that, or right? Because um, if we're if we're carrying extra weight because there's a lack of self love, what happened in her life? Did she she just started making different choices because she loves that vessel? She told me that she hadn't changed much with regards to eating. Um, the weight just fell off. And, oh. I mean, obviously, I didn't get more details than that from her, but uh, that was that was for one person. Yeah. So. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Well, you can do a process with the group. Um, let's do a couple things. You mentioned that you had a simple process for clearing ancestral DNA or or just allowing the frequencies. Can we do that as a group? Oh, absolutely. Perfect. That's my favorite thing to do. And then we'll take some um, a few callers on our phone line as well. Okay. 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 Great. Um, okay. So... If everyone um, makes sure you're not driving and that, you know, the usual not heavy machine handling, heavy, heavy machinery, mm-hmm. um, and if you just think of something that's bothering you right now, and maybe on a scale of zero to ten, just check in. Um, so ten being the worst, zero being nothing at all, and just notice where on the scale of it bothering you is. So just just mentally make a note of where that number is. And when you've done that, just close your eyes and just notice your breath. And become aware of how the breath is coming in and out your mouth or your nose. And you may have sounds around you. And your breathing. There's no need to control the breath or do anything with it. Just to allow it to normally have its own pace, go in and out. And then notice, just notice that as you're sitting there, there's space around you. And just become aware of that. So if you're in your house, just notice, or in the office, just notice that between you and where you're sitting in the room, there's a wall. And just notice the space between you and that wall with your eyes closed. Space is a space of infinite possibilities. 
we spend so much time focusing on objects, our body, the wall, the table, the chair. But we spend very little time in this space. And quantum physics says that this is where the infinite possibilities, the potential, the creative life force energy exists. And this exists exists inside ourselves, too. And while you're noticing the space, just become aware when you think about this issue that we started off with. Where do you feel it inside? Like, is there a tightness somewhere? Is there heat somewhere? as you think about it. So you see, by connecting with the space, you've connected with that flame of source energy inside you because that's the frequency of that. And then you're just tuning in to see where that cloud is if that's a particular situation. Where, where is it in your body? And you're just witnessing it in the space. And some people may say, well, I I don't feel it. But then you can feel your hand on on your leg or wherever your hand is. You can feel it. It's the same thing. It's, it's like if somebody comes and says something that's hurtful, you feel it in your body. There will be some sort of swelling or tightness. You just notice, and as you're witnessing it, you may notice that it begins to move or dissipate. But it's not because you're looking for it to shift, but because you're coming at it with a frequency of of that oneness, that wholeness. So I'm just going to be silent and work silent for 30 seconds or so as you witness this. to see what's happening. And then when you're ready, you can open your eyes and take a, another measurement as to where it's at. So think about the issue. Um, from zero to ten, and notice if it feels different. And that's 
where you have no idea that that sensation that you were feeling was connected to some ancestral pattern trauma um, where your ancestors may have experienced some anxiety, you know, or anything. Um, or whether it was something to do with your childhood. It didn't really matter to find out. All it needed was that frequency match. So I would love to hear back from everyone and see, um, I don't know, Lauren, if you have like a, a chat box or a message. Mm. Um, <laughs> They can type in and say. Yes, beautiful, Sharon. Thank you so much. I actually, there was a relationship that um, I actually put there, but this could be done with anything. This could be done, this could be a belief system, um, poverty conscious, lack consciousness, um, that was really powerful. It does reinforce the infinite possibilities that we are here to create, to feel into that space. I actually loved it, so thank you. And um, for those who wish to share, please, in the Q&A box or even on our YouTube channel, please go ahead and share any experience that you felt from that or that you yourself witnessed in that. Um, we do have some questions as we wait for some comments to come in. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is from Rinske. Rinske, my past blocks, my attaining, my mastery and wisdom. I sense this past refers to past life. Would you be able to change that frequency for me? so that I can fully blossom? Uh, thank you for your question, Rinske. Um, what I would suggest is use the process that we've just done. Maybe listen to the replay again and use that um, to access that, uh, that shift because it doesn't matter if it's a past life or, you know, our mind can make it whatever, you know, many things. And it, it, it goes beyond the mind, this does. Um, so what I'm saying mm -hmm. is, if you do the process as just as we've done, you will be able to shift it. Yes, all right. Happy shifting there. Okay, that process, again, it is empowering because we're doing this ourselves an awareness of this incredible space and an awareness of the feeling, tracking that in our body. And this awareness, would you agree that this awareness is a majority of this work? Like you said earlier, we don't really need to know too deeply on the why or what it is, but there is this awareness that disconnects the energy or it heals it. Yes, absolutely. Um, in my in my community, I, I teach them this four step process, which is 
to have awareness. And this is, you know, alongside the frequencies as well, um, and I'll explain how. But the, the awareness itself takes us out of its survival into mm. recognizing that we were in survival. And, uh, and it allows us to begin to start processing and stepping into, um, into a place where we can have that transformation. And the fourth step process is really to have the first is awareness and then it's integration. And this, the process is just done is exactly that. Um, it's just that I didn't break it down in, in so many words, but it is more like to make it more fluent for people. Um, fluid, sorry, I meant to say. And so it, we've got integration and then we've got, um, transformation and then there's freedom. And so there is this um, and the freedom comes from the inside out. And why it's connected with the frequencies is because the the first set of frequencies, the adrenal fatigue, takes people out of that survival and into growth. So there's so much stress that we experience in day-to-day life that it, it getting into the awareness with, with um, the, the frequencies, the adrenal fatigue, is, is about it's getting you out of that survival into that first step. And then the self-love frequencies are there to help people connect with themselves on a very deep level with help because these frequencies are really embedded with so much. Um, we just had a, a snippet of that. In, in that process. And then the last one is the, you know, open to the iron frequency. And those, those it, it, you know, it's that the whole process of coming to the freedom. And so I just, I wanted to add that just to bring all of that together. That is beautiful. Thank you. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the frequency package that you've got because these are transmissions. And you've created this, so share a little bit about that because this is going to tap us into our miracle body. We align our DNA with the miracle body. So let's go over each of these transmissions. Yeah, so that's exactly it. Like, you know, with the adrenal fatigue, it's helping to shift out of that fight or flight response. And then the self-love is to begin to connect with oneself connect with that source energy within. And, you know, I, I say to people, um, you you can you can say the affirmations and you can have you know, you can stand in another in front of the mirror and say, I love myself. But there's usually a voice inside that sort of has this other other thought process going on, you know, with uh, no, but I don't believe myself. I don't believe that. I don't really love myself. But I, I've got to keep saying I love myself because if I don't do that, then I'm going to succumb to this other, you know. So there's like a fight going on internally. And my my whole thing with the frequencies is really to get people to a place where self-love is who they are. This energy that we have inside of us, this source energy, is self-love. It is, it is, it is self-esteem. It's 
you know, it's that inner joy. And so once you step out of the fatigue or the, the survival aspect, we, we can open up to that. And once we've done that, then we can open up to the I am frequency, which is, which is really connecting to being that miracle, to being that, that vessel for this, for this, um, infinite potential within us. And so this is why I've put the frequencies in the order that they are. So that mm-hmm. people can move through that into the place of being the miracle. Move to the place of being the miracle, going so deeply within and allowing ourselves to open up to these frequencies that are already inside us. Okay, so is there any order? You said, you know, start with the adrenals because it actually removes the stress from our body, and that's the number one cause right there. I mean, that puts us into a brainwave state that keeps us from being relaxed. So... I can see how that's important. And and so maybe share a little bit about how we can use these. Are they music? Is it just frequencies? Do we hear anything? Is it like encoded music or what are what is it like? Well, they are um when I record them they're silent tracks. So but mm-hmm. I have embedded them with um music. Um and also um ancestral prayers. So mm-hmm. I've I've um silently I've recorded prayers and these are prayers that are forgiveness you know, it's forgiveness work. Um and basically what they do is they um is asking force, asking the divine to come in and and do the work. So uh. You know, when people listen, they'll hear the music, but there's a lot more going on underneath that. Mm-hmm. Truly sound healing, and what we know from sound healing is the intention, the frequencies that you've encoded are literally carried on the sound waves, and that is sound healing. That is really magical. Thank you. Uh, we love those. I know you're helping people with this. And we talked a little bit about forgiveness. And, and you, you, these are encoded with the forgiveness prayer. But that forgiveness is so huge. Maybe you want to talk a little bit more about this because it, it you know, if, if we're holding a grudge, it literally is held within the DNA, as you've explained. And so by forgiving someone for no matter how terrible some someone have, could have treated us, that is reclaiming our energy. That is so powerful. It is literally reflected in every cell of our body. What do you have for way, uh, a forgiveness for people on this forgiveness uh, path, because it's not easy at all times. Well, you know, um, my mom always told me this when I was younger, and she said, you know, the vessel that contains the poison is is the poison is going to is going to create problems for that vessel. 
and she said it more eloquently than I did. But um, the whole point is that when we have anger and um, resentment and, you know, all these things are a frequency and they're contained mm. in our bodies. And that is, if we're talking about epigenetics, then, you know, my, I love, the reason I love talking about this is because it really brings science, spirituality, and ancient wisdom all together. Yes. And, you know, we know that forgiveness is, is a good thing. But we, we don't understand the science of it. And, and this is what it is, is that when we can do the work, the epigenetic aspects of it is that if we're, if we're, if we're not doing it, those energies are frequencies of not forgiving somebody. And they then influence our DNA expression. Whereas when we can do it, we shift our DNA expression. And so we go from survival, because we're in this, like, ugh, you know, state, to to feeling compassion and, you know, and, and that. But, again, it's important to note that the compassion is for oneself, no matter what. It's, it's for oneself and the other thing with the forgiveness work is that you don't have to feel it you just have to ask and this is why the frequencies are embedded with it it's just asking the divine to come in and do the work so we don't have to sit there and think about it It, Mm. it, it's encoded in the prayer and it not only includes us but it includes our ancestors and it includes any past lives that we've had. It includes all dimensions. And and then it also includes times where we have been perpetrators in the past, in any other lifetime. So it's 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 uh it's not just about this lifetime. And it's multi dimensional. Oh boy, okay. So all right, when people do I can see how these frequencies can help. Um they do help us with this inner work. And if we clear out past t- lifetimes that are painful that we may remember, this is going to help do that on that multidimensional level. You there? Again, y- oh, yes. <laughs> I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, that was weird. I thought I was muted there, but then I look and I'm not muted. Okay. Well, um, I was just saying there that this is very interesting because in past lifetimes, as we have memories of past lifetimes, that inner work can get, uh, it could kind of, if we hear of something in Atlantis that comes up, for example, or we don't feel like going to Greece because we remember that Atlantean connection or something from that lifetime, these Frequencies are actually going to come and heal and take care of that and even allow us to be further or, or go deeper in that work and that clearing work. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we have time for a phone call here. I'd like to go to Randy. I'm going to unmute you, Randy. Hello. Hello. Hi, Randy. Uh, 
How are you? Hi, Ren. What a brilliant, beautiful opportunity. Uh, can you take a look at my mitochondria, please? And I'll give you a little story out of respect for other people's opportunity. Uh, I believe that what I did in my effort to heal FQAD and the DNA damage from that was to, uh, like a walk-in phenomenon, I brought in a version of my own soul from when I'm well and overlaid it onto my soul now which is like what you said about being able to believe. And and, and helping our mitochondria will sure help everyone. Uh, I'd like to try to... What I, so I think I straightened out the DNA by doing this somewhat of a walking experience, except I know it's I know it's my soul from another time because there's no dual personality. Uh, I just know the clairsentience is very clear about it. Anyway, I know I straightened out my DNA this way, and I'm trying to get my mitochondria and my Schwann cells to uh, back up this, you know, more into balance. So, Where do you go from that? Thank you. I love you. So, I I don't I don't look at things again. It comes back to that um, what I was saying earlier about um, looking for something. Rather than looking for something, I go straight to source. And that then just sorts things out in a way that I personally have no clue. So this is not discounting any of the things that you've said, but it's more about can I just connect to that. So my question to you is what is – because I just, I just love to make it really simple. And, and this is, again, it will help everyone. Um, so, what is it that's really, really bothering you? Like, what's the emotion? Uh, you know, not being able to walk is, uh, is, uh, or stand for more than a couple of minutes is, uh, kind of overwhelming. Oh. Uh, when, when did this, when did this begin? Thirteen years ago, I took uh, quinolones, and uh, it's been a okay. downward. It's been you know progressive since that. The last couple of years, I've been better okay. more than. Okay, so as you feel this overwhelm, where do you feel it in your body, and what number is it at? Uh, spine, hips. Uh, mm -hmm. So at least you know three to ten. Uh, mostly around six or seven, because I want to do it. Okay. If I'm out of my back, it's lower. As soon as I try to stand up, it's six to eleven. Okay. So as you as you feel as you feel that, um, can you just take three very very slow breaths? Like take a minute to do those breaths. And I'm going to work down, and this will help everybody in the community. Take a minute.
Okay, now just check in to see on scale of 10 where you're at. Is that small or big or different? I have to move around. Uh, I, I sense like a wave of grace, like a, a calming, like, like all those things that are other than inflammation or other than pain, you know, like, I don't know how to describe it other than like a wave of grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and how do you feel in the body, like your hips and the spine? Uh, I don't know, my back's a bit, it's, 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 uh, hard to judge. I try not to judge it because I've been judging it for so long I know that that's not the way through. So I have this like mm-hmm. aversion to judging my pain. So if I don't seem like I'm jumping, <laughs> get with the program quick mm-hmm. enough. It's because I, I don't move very much. Yeah. Um, uh, Lauren, are you okay if I do another round? Absolutely. <clears throat> Randy, we are all holding space for you. So, yes, enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sitting up. Okay, so. Yay, you're sitting up. Okay. Great. Uh, I and how's that feel? Back. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's lower back and uh, hips are less. It's less? The hips are definitely less. Okay. So let's do another round. So just feel and struggle. If I had the strength, if I had the strength, if the mitochondria were functioning to turn, so I have energy, then I'd, you know, be able to hold myself. It's really, it's like that. So let's go, let go of this the mitochondria aspect because okay. that's, it, it, it's not because it may or may not be true. That's not my point of saying that. It's just to say, well, when you let go of that, see what else can come through. And it may be more than what you could imagine. Right? Yes. So, after you're there now, so just take three full breaths into your whole body, become aware of your whole body. And just breathe really, really slow. And I'm going to be silent for a minute. Yeah, press work has been the, my lifesaver. So slow breath. Okay, see how that feels in your body now. It's more of a 
been uh, beautiful and miraculous. Thank you for being you. Thank you so much, Randy, for calling in. Thank you, Randy. And, um, you know, listen to this process again, the space. You you do so much work on yourself, so we are all here witnessing a shift for you, okay? I I feel like uh, like a pulsing, and it's sort of like a heartbeat, but it's not a heartbeat. It's more like uh, energy moving in my, up my spine. Like Kundalini going up, but it doesn't feel that orgasmic. It feels more like, like a pulsing of, of some, uh, the wave of grace that we feel move down. This one just not, it's moving up. Are you sitting right now? Are you sitting up? I'm laying on my side. Okay, so you're laying. Okay. Okay. I got up and down twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, Randy. Thank you. Yes, let us know how you do, okay? Thank you. I, I, I'm so grateful. And, uh, be love. One piece Many be love. <laughs> Many blessings, Randy. Yes, Randy, thank you. Many blessings. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right. So, attuning to the frequencies, clearing the DNA and getting onward and connecting with Source. Um, let's do, we have time for one more caller. Let's go to this web call. Hello, caller. What's your name? Web call? <laughs> no? Okay. Hi, hello. Yes, hello. hi. Yes, that's you. What's your name? Uh, my name is Tanya. Tanya? Yeah. Um, it's kind of cutting yeah. out. Is it just me or? Go ahead. Keep no, talking. No, it, it cut out for me too. Okay. All right. So, Tanya, yeah, keep talking and let's see. Uh, uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah. I would just love to know if there is some message for me regarding uh, meeting a partner and also uh, regarding my work on earth. I work as a healer doing energy work and at times it feels stuck. Like at times it's flowing and kind of uh, feels stuck. So <laughs> I'm wondering and also I feel there are places within myself that should be healed. Yeah, very self-advised and help. So where, where, does this resonate with you that there's a sense of of being stuck overall? Uh, Yeah, perhaps. And I feel that my biggest uh, pain is about love and like partnership, uh, meeting my partner. And I feel uh, that it kind of prevents me maybe uh, from sharing more fully my gifts uh, because I I wish also to have a partner and family. So when you say you have a pain about not finding your love, where where do you notice that in your body? 
Uh, it's in my heart. Okay. So on a zero to ten level, ten being the worst, where is it at? Uh, like ten. <laughs> okay. So can you just take three slow breaths and just breathe really, really slow. Take a minute to do those. And I'm going to work silently and see where we're at after that, okay? Okay? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So take six slow breaths, please. Oof. Slow, slow breath. If you can be slower than that, please. Okay, now just check in and see if it's smaller, bigger, or different in that region of your body. Uh, it feels less now, and uh, part of my thinking is that I've been, like, releasing so much pain and, like, crying already, <laughs> and it feels like it's almost endless at times. And I currently also have a bit of fever, and I wonder if it's psychosomatic. It feels like a bottomless issue yeah. for whatever reason. So that's the next layer, that it's like this endless pit. Where do you feel that? Yeah, yuck. Where do I feel? Yeah, it's in the heart. It's Hello? still in the heart, or is it somewhere else? Uh, maybe more in the throat, throat, throat area. Okay. So this is like, like what this, I was talking like about. Like disbelief. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is what I was talking about earlier about, you know, the clouds, the clouds around the body. So it's like it's shifted one particular cloud around the heart. And now it's, it's, it's going into the next layer, which is around the throat. So just take three. We'll do this last round. Three slow breaths. And um, just breathe very, very slowly, okay? Yeah, thank you.
Okay, now feel is it small, bigger, or different? Yeah, I think throat. it's a bit less, um, but I, I still feel a little bit tension there in the in the throat. Perhaps a bit less. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll do do one round, one more round, because of time, and then um, see how it feels. Okay. Sure, right. thank you. Very, very, yeah, very important to do with them slow breaths. Like, be really, really slow with them. Okay, just notice now, is it small, bigger, or different in that throat? It's uh, different, yeah. Okay. And that will continue to keep... Like there's more movement. More movement, you said? Sorry? Uh, I said it feels like more movement. Yeah, more movement. I said... uh, Okay. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah. cutting out there. Sorry. Yeah, so it, it will keep moving. Um, just stay with that. Just like we did with Randy that, you know, he, he wasn't judging what's there. Just stay with that. It will keep moving. And and it's like you've, you know, you're shifting things from the inside out now rather than sort of looking for things on the outside to fix something in the inside. So by doing it this way, um, who knows what will happen, right? But it's more about you feeling satisfied with how things are and happy with the things are naturally, not like from the brain that, you know, I've got to think that it's, I've, I'm okay with this. But this is more like, actually, I am okay with whatever it is. And as you do that, then things on the outside will shift shift as well. And and definitely listen to the replay and um, go through the process again. Okay? Yes. Thank you so much. And and the fee is connected to this uh, release, I believe, right? It just... Uh, I, I couldn't yeah, hear the question anymore. Did you say that yeah, that, the that I have a bit of yeah that the fever it's probably connected with the uh, psychosomatic process a psychosomatic process mhm uh, oh I can't yeah the fever that I have a bit of... oh I see okay um. It could be. It could be, you know, lots of things. Um, I don't know. Because, like I say, I don't like to go into that. I, I, I like to stick with the other frequency of the, you know, the ultimate. Um, 
and that can create all sorts of things. Like, And one of the things I do know is that when there's increase in temperature, obviously not dangerous temperature, but, you know, maybe in a body part or something like that, it's usually alchemy happening. So um, just just let it let it be, yeah? Mm. Thank you, Tanya. Yes, okay. Alchemy happening with this awareness and attunement to frequencies within our body. We are literally changing from the inside out, from a DNA level. Well, my guest today, Sharon Suter, is making a special offer available with the frequencies, and we invite everyone to check that out. Uh, it is at AcousticHealth.com slash special offers slash Sharon. And we hope that you enjoy a personal session with her and also those frequencies. Sharon, did you want to add anything about the personal session? Well, you know, it's like we've experienced on the call today that um, just when people have the, the session, there's another level of the shifting because there's a connection um, with their frequency in that I can I can help with um, exactly what we've done on the call today. Mm-hmm. And it's for me, I know that with clients that I've had, like, you know, I had another client with psoriasis and, and she went through the process and, you know, she'd used all the creams, she'd done everything, and then um, the, the psoriasis had gone. Now, again, I don't say that I'm treating anything. I'm not treating anything. But what my job is really to help people raise the frequency of their cells um, to that source, to that infinite possibilities, and then witness what happens after that. And so the process of the the one-to-one session is really to do that. Perfect. Happy witnessing, happy witnessing and shifting. Thank you so much for that special offer. You've got frequencies in there and you've got the option to add a personal and a private session with you. Thank you so much for that. Well, we really thank you for your time today. I wanted to circle back and let you know that Rinske did say that, yes, that was done in the group shifting It started with severe pressure on the left side of the head, the temple, and as soon as you asked us to think of the issue, by the end of the process, the pressure was completely gone. And we love hearing testimonials like that, witnesses like that, because it helps all of us better understand this alchemy that's happening within ourselves, and it's unique to each of us. So isn't that brilliant and beautiful? Oh, that's so good to hear. Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> uh, Sharon, thank you so much for being here. I loved our conversation. We've got comments coming in that you explained it so well. And um, the last question is, is this permanent healing? Great question. And the answer is that what I said earlier, you know, when we release our past, 
then we shift timelines, which means that the past no longer influences us, influences us. And so that's exactly what it is, is that, you know, it is it is a real shift from the inside out. Um, your If your perception changes, you're not going to go back to the old because if there was something ancestral there, it's not like you're going to go pick, pick it up again because it's not there. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty. Perfect. It really is disconnecting from the energetics of our DNA and those memories and that pain or the belief systems. It's beautiful work. And I'm so pleased that you are on a mission to really bring this forward and take it as far as you can take it in your field of possibilities. Thank you so much, Sharon. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the listeners and all the callers and it was a true honor to, to be here and, and witness this miraculous energy amongst all groups. Thank you so much. Yes, miraculous energy indeed. Well, this has been a beautiful quantum conversation, and we'll stay in touch and we'll have you back again. Thank you, Sharon, for this quantum conversation. All right, we now are going to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Just have a little fun as we can feel these frequencies and we move just a little bit.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.